Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifted you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. So, here, this Sunday, the second Sunday of January, it is our Word of the Year Sunday. What is the Word of the Year Sunday? Word of the Year Sunday is the vision that God has given us for this year as we navigate in every aspect of church. When it comes to kids ministry, when it comes to um, a youth group, you heard that? That's coming this year. A young adult group, all these things that are really going to be taking off this year. Um, I truly believe God has given us this word. I, I started pressing into God um, in September, you know, around that time, because I, 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 I don't take it lightly what I do here. You know, like anybody can come give you a motivational speaking thing, but if there's no, if there's no Holy Spirit in it, like nobody's going to leave changed. You know, like, I'm not here to tickle your ears. I'm here to give you the word of God, you know. So I got into the presence of God. I, I didn't, like, constantly every day, I'm like, God, I need a word. I need a word. And, and, and sometimes you have to filter what your will is and then the will of God. Because I wrote some things down that I thought it was cool. You know, it was like, oh, this would be a cool. This is like, this will hit good, you know, like, and everything like that. And I, I, I marked it out, marked it out. I, I, I just kind of. I said, God, no, I want what you want in this place. God, I, it's not about me. It's not about the sexy thing. It's not about the cool little saying that we need for the year. No, I need something that is going to change us because I'm sick and tired of playing church. I'm sick and tired of just coming day to day. I want a change. I want a move of the Holy Spirit in this place. And I truly believe God given us this, um, this word of the year. And I love that we start the word of the year on our start of our 21 days of fasting and praying. I'm challenging you this. Listen, you want a shift in your life? Start fasting and praying. Start fasting and praying. This 20, join us in anything. If there's something, for me, I am addicted, and I'm just telling you, I'm addicted to social media, okay? The worst thing I got was a TikTok, okay? You can lose your life in TikTok real fast, okay, and everything like that. But, you know, I, I, I want to be, I wanna, I'm going to be fasting that a little bit. You know, I'm going to be fasting certain things in my life that is, because I want, I want, I want to be, I just don't want, here's the thing. Sometimes in this, in the in the times where we talk about a word of the, the year or something, a resolution, it's something about us, you know. We always want the blessings from God, but in reality, we 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 truly want to seek to be whole in Him, to be whole in who God is. And in 2021, we were coming off a pandemic, and well, we were going still continuing in the pandemic um and god gave us a word last year in january it was called miracle in motion miracle in motion and we truly believe that god was going to give us a building so we can be a light in the community and we stood on that word and in six months god answered that prayer and you're standing in the miracle in that in in motion and we truly believe we're continuing to see we saw miracles in different things in our lives in different family members god you know he gave and he took it he taken away but he's setting us a foundation of what he wants to do the miracle in motion and and we're staring standing in that fulfillment of that declaration uh, um, uh, a year ago we're not stagnant we are moving forward we are moving forward so the the word that god has given me for this year for this time is this, it's heaven now, heaven now, heaven now. That thing has been in my spirit 
for so long. Heaven now. What does that mean? What does that mean? I know this. God gave, took me to the verse in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, and it's going to be the verse for this year for our church. It says this, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because here's the thing I need, I need you to understand. When you have a mindset of heaven, heaven comes down. See, when you have a mindset of God's kingdom, God's kingdom comes down. But we have to filter through what's my kingdom and what's God's kingdom. Because God's kingdom tells us sometimes to sacrifice stuff that we don't want to sacrifice. But when we have a mindset of heaven, heaven comes down. And this is when the preacher starts getting a little crazy. You know, he's like, heaven comes down in your finances. Ah, heaven comes down in the prosperity. Ah, and then he says, hey, no stress this year, no hurting this year, no pain this year. Da, 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 and then you start running. But I'm not here to give you an emotional high. Because the reality, before, for us to call heaven down, we need to start living as heaven is. The blessings of heaven is activated when what? We missed a key verse in that time. Go put Matthew chapter 6, verse 10 up there uh, again. It says, it says, your kingdom come. And it says, your what will be done. See, God's kingdom, God, heaven won't come down if his will isn't being done. See, we can sometimes try to manufacture God's will and, and blanket as God's will, but it's really your will. See, God, heaven comes down when our will is removed. Heaven comes down, only comes down when our will is removed. And God gave me two words in this heaven now year, this heaven now year that we need to, the, the way that we're going to activate our life, the way that we're going to bring heaven down in this place, in our marriages, in our finances, in this church, in this community, the way we're going to do this is by these two things. And I was like, God, whatever's in heaven, bring it down to earth. Man, if you read what heaven's all about, there's riches, there's no more crying, there's no more pain. Man, I want all that stuff to come down. COVID got to go. In heaven, ain't no COVID, okay? Come it down right now. We can pray all these things but there's two things in heaven that there is not that we need to activate on earth so heaven can come down let, let me let me explain this to you you know in heaven there's riches gold no pain no and everything we all want that but in heaven there's two things that there's there that is not in heaven there is no disobedience and in heaven there's no undisciplined living let me say that again because you, you got to understand this in heaven there's no disobedience and in heaven, there's no undisciplined living. They said that the angels every day are holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy is a constant. They're disciplined in their, in, their, in their talk. They're disciplined in their walk. They're disciplined in their role. They're disciplined in everything. There's no disobedience in God. So what is God? God really just showed me this, that for heaven to come down, we have to practice discipline and obedience on earth. It's too much. I know that you want to get the little, you know, like, <laughs> that bill's going to get paid in the name of Jesus. Oh. But there's something that you have to do on earth to activate heaven to come down. And the way that we're going to do this this year, this is the words that we're going to stick on in this year. This is our standard in our life, obedience and discipline. 
Heaven now is in, in reach when obedience and discipline is in our life. See, when obedience and discipline, God's saying this, I will give you the blessing, but sometimes you can't obtain the blessing because you're not obedient and you're not disciplined to hold the blessing I have for you on this earth. Listen, if God, in this state of my life, if God poured like $10 million in my hands, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I know I'm going to get me a new car, I'm going to get this and everything. I, I'm not disciplined enough. See, sometimes we have to understand that maybe God is not saying no, maybe saying not yet, because you're not ready for that. You're not disciplined enough. You're not being obedient enough in some of the things that he's just given you now. The word of the day, listen, heaven now. And the way we receive heaven now is when we are obedient and disciplined on earth. And then as the, as the, the Bible nerd I am, I'm like, I want to just see what these numbers mean. In, in Matthew, because it came back to remembrance, you know, Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. So I'm like, what is 6 and what does 10 mean? I, I, that's kind of in my studies. I kind of just do that. Just say, hey, because sometimes the, in, the, in the Bible, these numbers meant something. You know, names meant something. So I, I, I went and looked what the number 10 really means. And, and listen to this. Real, real, listen to this. It says the Bible brings the number 10 and it uses it 400 and, um, 242 times. 10 is also viewed as a complete and perfect number. It is made of the number four, which number the number four means a physical creation, and the number six, which is the number of man. So as much, the number 10 is the testimony of the law, the responsibility, and the completeness of order. That's some good stuff right there. In, Ge in Genesis chapter one, we see that God said, the, 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 the saying God said was 10 times. It was his testimony of his creative power in that time. God said, gave the 10 commandments to man. 10 therefore represents the responsibility to keep his commandments. Obedience. Another thing, the Passover lamb was selected on the 10th day of the first month. If you go read that in Exodus chapter 12, as Jesus was selected the same time for the sins of the world. See, the number 10 in essence means completeness. Completeness. Order. So let me let me put the put this all in together. Our word that God gave us is heaven now. And the way that we obtain heaven now is through obedience and also through discipline. Obedience and discipline. And what heaven now, obedience and discipline, what is going to obtain in your life is completeness and wholeness in what God is doing in your life. See, it's, it's something that can happen. Let me just get a little preachy with you for a minute. This year in 2022, you, you, this is going to be the year of you becoming whole, of you becoming uh, complete. There will be no lack. That You'll be the head and not the tail. You will overcome that sin issue. You will get out of debt. You will live in peace and not in fear. You'll be restored hope and joy. Depression has to go. Fear has to go. Anxiety has to be removed. You can think straight. 
straight. Your mind will not be bogged down. You will live in the fullness of who God is, and the re you will get rewarded for the sacrifice you did. This is our 6-10 year. Our 6-10 year. Completeness. Wholeness of what God wants to do. See, all those things are great. I want anxiety got to go, but... You have to be intentional in operating in obedience and discipline in your life. Then God gave me this. He gave me six things. He, he said, sometimes it's great to just write things down. Write things down because it, it, it comes to your remembrance later. But here's the thing. God said this. I want to give this church, these people, practical ways to bring heaven down. I want to give them six things to do ten ways for heaven to come down in their life. I want to be so intentional. I want to give them six things that they can follow this year. Simple, down-to-earth things that if we operate in this way, man, things are going to change your life. Things are going to be operating a little different. It's six things, ten ways. This is our six, ten year. Heaven come down when it comes to our obedience and our discipline in our life. Here's the ten things that we're going to, and we're going to give this to you. Listen, this is going to say my six, ten year, and then our six, ten year. Let me explain this to you real fast. And God really just revealed this to me. He said the first thing that we're going to do, we're going to do this in your individual life. Number one. 10 minutes of prayer. Remember, this is just the foundation. If you want to do 20, you want to do 30, but God said, hey, 10 minutes. 10 minutes of, of just getting into communication with me. An intentional thing for your life, for your life to be whole and complete. 10 minutes of prayer is so important in your life. Prayer in general is important. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 says this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, with prayer and supplication, give thanksgiving, request known to God. Mark chapter 11 verse 24 says, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask, and believe you will receive, and it is yours. John chapter 15, verse 7 says, If you abide in me, and my word abides in you, ask what you wish, and it will be done unto you. We're going to be intentional this year as a church, as believers. This is your the mandate for this year. Listen, 10 minutes of prayer. You need to schedule it. Like, put it in your phone. Like, I'm going to have 10 minutes of prayer. You know why that's going to do? It's going to give communication to the Father. It's only going to be beneficial to you. If you want to do 20, if you want to, but this is the standard, 10 minutes of prayer. And when we do that, we're going to be disciplined in our prayer life. We're going to be obedient in our prayer life. And we believe that heaven will come down. Number two, 10 minutes of reading and journaling. Okay? Here's the thing. If we're not reading his word, we can't be his word. We can't activate his word. And we're just giving you a, a, a little, little bit. Why don't you just give God 10 minutes of reading his word? Not only 10 minutes, but write down what he's telling you. I know this is weird for some people, okay? But there's some things that I've wrote down that I go back, I look back like six months later, I'm like, dang, God did answer that prayer. Sometimes God is answering our prayers we don't even know because we don't write it down. See, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 says, it says, the Lord answered me, says, write the vision down. Make it plain on tablets so, we, so he may run who reads it. Revelation chapter 1, verse 19 says, write, therefore, the things that you have seen, those that are and those that are, have taken place after this. 
See, we're going to be intentional this year in our 610 year. The heaven come down is to in our reading and our in our journaling, because what we're going to do is we're to see the things that we wrote down in January, February and March and December and in and, and, and December and next year. We're going to look back and say, God has been there all day. Yeah, it might have been tough. Yeah, it might. have. I might have thought it was to be the end, but I'm looking what God has done and I'm still here. I'm still breathing. There's still purpose in my heart. We're going to really be intentional this year heaven come down heaven now so 10 minutes of, of reading and journaling number three we're gonna be 10 in our giving 10 in our giving now this is where people check out because when you hit a principle that really god talks about in the bible most some of the one of the greatest topics of, of in, in the bible is money like they talk about it all the time because money can take a root of who you are. Like when you can, you, you, some people worship money, they don't even know they're worshiping money. But God is telling you this. Why don't you, for heaven to come now in your life, why don't you practice the principle of giving? 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7 says, each one, of, uh, each one of us must give as decided in your heart, not reluctant in the compulsion, for God loves a what? Cheerful giver. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Bring the full tithe to the storehouse, that you may have food in my house, and, there, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord. I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour down blessings until there is no more need. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds and suffers want. I'm going to be honest with you. The church at whole has abused money. And it's hard to talk about it. And I want to apologize for that. But the reality, there's a principle behind giving that God talks about. And yeah, it, 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 but but I, I I don't want you to do it to check a mark. I want you for I want I want you to be I want you to be blessed and highly favored because in your giving God can do miraculous things. I'm telling you, I've seen it in our life. That, that, that if you put God first, if there's no hesitation, you just do it. There's some way. I don't know how that bill gets paid. I don't know how we're doing this. But it, there's a because there's a principle behind it and i'm just challenging you this year in your sex in your six don't say that in your six ten year xxx we just got very graphic real fast in your six ten year that god wants to pour your blessings on your life but you have to let go you have to let go in obedience and discipline number four now we're getting a little personal, okay? Number four is 10 minutes of workout. Just 10 minutes, okay? Some people are like, oh, let's just go outside and walk. And this is why, and this is where I failed in my life. What that does is we're body, soul, and spirit. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. 
And I'm not saying to get on no diet fat. I'm not, that's, not my, that, that's not my thing to give you. But I'm telling, telling you this is when we protect what God has given us, there's a purpose on the inside of you. And our job is to activate and walk in that purpose. But if we're not healthy in our physical, we can't walk in our purpose. And listen, again, this is just personal things that God said, hey, listen, I, I, God doesn't want you to be like this skinny built person, but he does want you to move. He does because he what he wants it. He wants us to be healthy, ready. So when God says go, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. There's nothing holding us back, body, soul, and spirit. I'm not going to only activate in my life. I'm going to do what God is telling me to do. And all the challenge is, hey, let, let's just move a little bit this year because when heaven comes down, when God said, hey, there's a blessing, there's something, there's this avenue that I want you to go. I want no hesitation, nothing that's going to hold us back, body, soul, and spirit. God is activating all of these things. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20 says, um, don't you know that the body, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, whom you, uh, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You are bought by a price to glorify him in your body. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it unto the glory of God. It's just principles that we want to activate. So heaven comes down. Number five, 10 minutes. This is a big one. 10 minutes of no phone and no computers for the 10, first 10 minutes of your day and the last 10 minutes of your day. Some of you are like, you're already itching already. You're already like, oh, I can't. Let me ask, let me tell you why, let me tell you why this is important. Where your focus is, is where your life is going. And sometimes what we do is we wake up and we instantly start getting identified by what people say about us. Let me get my fix of my identity. Let me get my fix of who I am. When we're focused on God, listen, I love social media. I just told you, I just, I just, I just confessed to you, okay? But the reality is, in the first 10 minutes of your day can be the most productive minutes of your day with you being focused on God. And you're going to see that when you're focused on him, the rest of your day might go a little better. And at the end of the day, you will know why you have sleeping problems because you, I'm there. It's just a principle. And why we're doing this, it's not because to, to be these better persons. It's for us to be disciplined and be obedient. So the first 10 minutes of the day, you can do it. Before you wake, and like when you wake up, don't touch your phone. The email, hey. The email will still be there. You can double tap later on. And then the last 10 minutes of your day, double, don't do it. Because we're missing relationship. We're missing connected. And God's saying, I want, my, I want your focus to be on me in the beginning and at the end. I remember growing up in Spanish household, I mean, I will see my parents pray in the morning. Like, they will wake up early to pray for, like, an hour. And at night, they, they were so principled and, and disciplined. At night, it's a 30-minute prayer session at night. 
I was a little kid and I was scared. I didn't, I didn't sleep. Who's with those kids that didn't sleep in their own room? And I get mad at my kids all the time, but I was the kid, okay? So I would be sleep, sleeping on the, uh, I would be sleeping in the floor and I would be hearing my parents praying. It is like 11 o'clock at night, but praying. You know why? Discipline. I'm going to start my day focus. I'm going to end my day focus on what really matters. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. All things will be added unto you. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26, let your eyes look directly forward and your glaze straight. See, we've got to do this to refresh our mind. Last thing, the 610 in your personal walk is this, 10 minutes of quality time with family. 10 minutes of quality time with family. I don't care what it is. If you need to call somebody, like a family member that you never talked to before, or break out a board game with your kids. Do something. 10 minutes of quality time. You can add both of these together. You can work out, and you can have family time. So 20 minutes right there, okay? You can take a walk with your kids. Why are we doing this? Because when we neglect what really matters, a lot of our life is disordered. This is, it says it here in, in, in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8 says, But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, especially the members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. That is tough. But if anyone does not provide for his household, he denies his what? Faith. You can have all the speaking in tongues you, you want, but if you don't spend time with your family, if you're not taking care of what's really important, it doesn't matter. That's what the verse says. So we're going to be intentional in our 610 year to be, uh, to, to call our family members, to be a family. It's intentional things for heaven to come down in our life. And you're like, this is weird. This is so weird. Why are you doing all this? It's because I want us to be so intentional. If we're so intentional with what God has given us, he's going to be intentional with the blessings that he's going to pour on us. It's so, it's a principle that we don't talk about a lot. Like I said, body, soul, and spirit, we're going to be operating in those things. So as you doing it personally, us as a church, we're going to do it as well. This is what we're going to do. Uh, JP, I'm done. Um, as a church, we're going to take this 610 rule as well for our church. In this church, we're, gonna, we're expecting 10 miracle encounters from God. We're going to be so intentional like that. Like, we're going to mark it. Hey, this is number one. This is a miracle encounter that God is going to do in this place. It's going to be a breakthrough. It's going to be healing. We're expecting 10 miracle encounters. N another thing, uh, number two, uh, we're expecting 10 new believers quarterly. God said write it down, right? This is weird stuff, but he said write it down. So, God, we're, we, we want 10 new believers quarterly. So what does that mean? you got to invite people. You got you to make that weird conversation happen because we're expecting things to happen in this place. For heaven to come down, we got to be intentional in our life. We're expecting 10 new believers. We believe that this church is going to be full of believers, not just a country club. We want people that are hurting, that are broken. We want them here. We want them to find Christ. We want them to find community. We want them to find discipleship. It starts here. Number three, we're giving away this year $10,000 as a church. Giving it away. Because we can hoard all we want, 
but are we truly being a blessing? So that's organizations, that's different things. Every uh, We're going to do stuff on in, in outreaches and all this stuff. We're giving away $10,000. We can save $10,000, but what is it for? We're supposed to be a light in this place. Yeah, we're a small church, but I'm here to tell you today, we are giving, we're going to be generous. We're not just talking about it, we're going to be about it. We're going to be a generous church this year. And at the end of this year, we're going to mark up here, we're giving away this amount of money because it's not about us. But the way we do that is your obedient discipline and your giving. As a church, we're going to do this. Another thing, 10 new families. We're expecting 10 new families to join our church. Write it down. We, we want 10 families that are invested, that are going to buy in here, that our, our kids are going to grow up together. We're expecting 10 new families to join. If it's 12, if it's 20, that's great. God, we're expecting 10. We're ready to walk in this thing. We're ready to grow. We're ready to go to two services. We're ready to go to three services. We're ready expecting that new building that we're having because God is going to bring the people in this place. Is our 610 year. Number five. We're going to be doing 10 plus outreach events this year. We're going to outreach, outreach, outreach. Three focuses that we're doing this year is outreach, community, and family ministries. That's our focus this year. Outreach, family ministries, and community. That's what we're doing. And last but not least, we're expecting, we're writing it down, 10 new service members quarterly. People getting on board, serving, being a part of his, of his church. We're expecting these things. We're writing it down because we're putting God to the test. He said, see that I will not open up the window. This is our year, heaven now. What are some tangible ways that we can do it in this place to, to, uh, to have all these things happen? Midweek small groups is important that you sign up. Outreaches, when we have them, be a part of it. Be a part of what God is doing in this place. We have our, we have our, our, our yearly prayer week. Get over here and let's pray. Let's get on our hands and knees and let's pray for our community. 21 days of fasting, praying, serving, discipleship, generosity, Sunday, sermons, involvement. And all this we can do, we can be heaven now in this place if we all are disciplined and we're obedient to what he does in our life. Heaven come down. We're going to do things a little different. The way we used to do it is not good enough anymore. We have to be ready. We have to be physically ready. We have to be so, um, so our soul got to be ready. Our, our emotions got to be ready. But what God, there's going to become people in this place that is not going to, that you're not comfortable with them around it. But guess what? Body, soul, and spirit. I'm ready physically. I'm ready. My soul is ready. My spirit is ready. Whatever you guys, what God, whatever you want to do in my life, do it now. Do it now. We're ready. We're, we're, we're being tangible. We're being intentional for what you want to do. We are standing on your word. We're writing it down and we're going to be disciplined and obedient and we're going to look back in this time and we're going to get out. We're going to be stronger. We're going to be better leaders. We're going to be better parents. We're going to be better people in our workplace because we are disciplined and obedient in this place. And when that happens, heaven, now. God, right now, we pray that whatever heaven's heart is bring it now whatever breaks your heart God break our heart heaven come down now 
whatever you want, Father. Let your will be done, not our will, not our, our, not our mindset of what heaven, no. What heaven is, heaven come down now. God, I pray heaven now in, the, in your families. I pray heaven now in your workplaces. I pray heaven now in your finances. I pray heaven now in those decision makers. I pray heaven now in every in your colleges. I pray heaven now in your future adventures. I pray heaven now in your health. I pray heaven now. Heaven come down now in this place. We are going to be obedient. We're going to be disciplined in our life this year. We're writing down these things. We're standing on your word. We're going to be intentional with what, because we're going to be ready for the promise and the blessing that you have for us, God. Heaven now. Heaven now. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.